Hey, welcome to the Team Babe podcast. I'm Jason, and I'm Babe. And I'm Robin, and I'm Babe. Hey, Babe. Hey, Babe. What's what's shaking? Nothing. <laughs> just Nothing kidding. at all? Did just you kidding. like that, uh, that pre-show routine that we just went through there? Yeah. Yeah, that was very professional. That was fun, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Did you like my directing? Oh yeah, I, I like I like to be directed. That's you know? some good direction for you there, huh? As the creative director, I love to take direction. You know, creative directors usually do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, how are y'all doing out there? How's the uh, the emotional distancing going for you? I feel like I'm doing pretty good with the emotional distancing. Like I've had a problem with it in the past. You know, like. But I, I feel like now I'm really starting to get this ability to emotionally distance myself. Oh, you mean like you had a problem with being emotionally distant in the past? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, I had a problem emotionally distancing. But now... Um, That's what I've said. A problem... <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. I mean, were you actually having a problem being emotionally distant in the past uh, and in comparison to now? Yeah, I feel like I'm getting way better at being emotionally oh. distant. Okay. And I was just wondering how our, our viewers and our listeners are, you know, falling in that, uh, are falling in line with that. Too. Like their score. Yeah. What's your emotional distancing score? Because, I mean, we're all supposed to be emotionally distant with this uh, global pandemic and whatnot, these uh, uh, shelter in place and quarantine uh, <laughs> orders. <laughs> You know, right? I, don't, I don't know if I would say that in the past, like if we're talking about like the long ago past, you know, I don't know if I would say that your score of being emotionally distant was like low, a low score. I would say you were probably like a higher score. High score. Yeah. You were okay. like in the B plus range. Like there if I was on a, a really good run with Street Fighter 2, <laughs> you know, and at the end I put in my initials and I was like, my initials. <laughs> if at the end when I put in my initials, hey, have another drink. Hey. Um, yeah, then I'd be like, whoa, I'm second place. Yeah. 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 That was me uh-huh. at emotional distance. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we're talking like the 2003 to like 2009 kind of era, maybe. Just that short six year span. Yeah. 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 Cool. That's good. That's good to hear. But, uh, I mean, so I'm doing better now. So now, now I, I mean, like I'd say, you're less emotionally distant from me okay. now. If you're talking about other people, maybe you have worked on emotionally distancing yourself from others. You know, as like a survival technique. Oh, I see what you're saying, but not our dear listeners and and viewers. No. No. Never. Certainly not. Yeah. I'm very emotionally available and present. Yeah. With them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, we're all supposed to do it. It's part of the, it's part of the deal now, you know, it's COVID-19, man. For health. Yeah. For health and wellness. Yes. You're being emotionally distant. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the governor told us to, I think. <laughs> so did Trump. Then that is what I will tell like people that find me emotionally distant or emotionally unavailable. I'll just be like, I'm just. Gavin told me. Following orders here. Yeah. What do you want me to do? Gavin told me to do it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Good. Let us know how you're doing on the emotional distancing uh, out there on uh, yeah. on the interwebs. 
So does this directly relate to social distancing? Are the two like a hand-in-hand couple? Social distancing. And a moment. Oh. Oh. I'm supposed to be social distancing this whole time? (laughs) I've been hanging out with so many people. Shaking hands, fist bumping, hugging. Are you trying to kill me? Sharing big gulps. (laughs) (laughs) Did you share a big gulp with Charlie today? (laughs) No, we each got our own big gulp. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, we had to pay for it, and then the man behind the counter could have been a woman. Hey, listen. <laughs> was it ambiguous? No, no, no. Oh. No, it was just, you know, a woman can do that job, too. But in this case, it was a man. I think it's okay to say that uh, there was a man at the Seven Eleven that gave you your big, big gulp. I mean, I don't see people being mad at that. That's kind of the joke. Shame, shame. Yeah, anyway, I bought it and that so it, it it's taking like three times as long to go through the line because you know, then like if somebody orders any any sort of food item, which geez. At seven eleven? Oh, you'd be amazed. What do they eat at seven eleven? I mean um delicious when, pizzas. When I say they I, I will um, never eat there. Wings, <laughs> hot dogs, uh Ugh. All manner of, you know, baked and fried goods, uh, chicken tenders. Uh, there was a lady who was buying like 10 scratchers at a time. Wow. In front of me. Like, oh, I want 10 of 33 and 10 of 22. Oh, wow. I know. She was she was going for she it. She was passing the time with gambling. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. You got to keep entertained out there. That's all part of the deal, man. I do feel like um, there's a certain amount of genius to what 7-Eleven offers because through the years they have been preparing people for social distancing and sheltering Mm. in place, right? Really? Well, yeah, because they offer alcohol. Yeah. Sugar. Yeah. Junk food. Right. Gambling. Yeah. Cigarettes. Okay. Ice cream. (laughs) I mean, this is how you pass the time. You know, when you can't do anything else. Why didn't we get into the Seven Eleven game? We decided to waste our talent on the podcast game I, and, and various other side you projects. You know what? I tell myself all the time that I'm in the wrong business. Like, for instance, when I heard that the guy that owns like 10 locations of medical marijuana, you know, dispensaries or whatever, is not only staying open, but just bought a brand new mansion. <laughs> I'm like, damn, man, maybe I'm in the wrong business. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, Side note, though. Hold yeah. on. Oh. I just had a genius idea. Oh. If okay. seven. Should you say it here? Because yeah. maybe somebody will take it. Oh, they'll take it. Okay. Okay. So if se- you take this idea, then just write us a check. You know, like just do the right thing. Okay? Yeah. You know, It'll feel really $50, good. Fifty thousand dollars, five hundred. That just depends on how much you make. You know, just whatever. Treat us right. <laughs> so, um, how about if you know you can get marijuana at the Seven Eleven? Oh yeah, like so. Basically, a dispensary just starts selling all of the Seven Eleven stuff too. Oh, I was thinking more like the Seven Eleven would just start stocking the dispensary stuff. Uh, they become a wholesaler of cannabis, and yeah, then you then you really be talking. We're talking like a one stop shop, and if they get a drive through, a drive through. Uh-huh. What if they had? See, all I want is like, um, 
I think they should have like Diet Mountain Dew like infused with cannabis or something like that. That'd be great. Oh wow. Like a high low, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Diet though. Oh, okay, so you're being healthy. Good. You're just keeping those diabetes away. Right. Keeping away the beatus. <laughs> That's a horrible thing to say. Keeping away the Rona, keeping away the beatus. At the seven eleven. Yeah. Okay. Well, I hope all you uh, folks aren't too jarred by the fact that uh, we've kind of cha- had a little location change. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, we decided that in this time of, you know, of people like really needing comfort and, uh, you know, entertainment, fun things to do, that we should move this from kind of the cold stainless steel, you know, like modern look that we had in our first two video episodes. <laughs> Into the fireside version. So this is the fireside chat. Uh, yeah. Like but when, pre- you know, the President Carter or whatever came oh, on and did I, the chat. I got you. I mean, these these chairs are a little bit presidential. Pushed together, they look like a like a couch. Yeah. Um. I. But what's the fireside? Is the fire the TV? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Because we don't we can't afford a fireplace. Well. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm I, I'm thankful that we don't have a fireplace. Are you? Yeah, for okay. like heat and stuff. Oh, like, not for heat, dude. I mean, a fire is kind of fun sometimes. The rest of the time is just like a dirty pain in the ass. It is sort of just like a dirty hole in the side of your house. Yeah, <laughs> that then sucks. You burn stuff. <laughs> All and the heat like, out. It just like releases these <laughs> clouds of smoke into the air, like constantly, and you're just like, okay. And then you have to clean it. Yeah. Yeah, I I have to say I don't really miss the whole fireplace situation. We've had many iterations of that fireplace over the years. We've had a few. Yeah. Yeah. Living here in Shasta County, it's a popular item. Mm-hmm. Burning the wood, man. Yeah. Yeah. So the fireside is a a lovely Ken Burns style um, slideshow of the stock photos from Apple or whatever. Uh huh. You know. So listen to the crackle. <laughs> Japanese maple, red leaves, you know, yeah. swishing as you walk through them, you know. Was that your haiku? That almost Listen sounded like a haiku. Them. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to count it up. We have been watching that James May, art man in Japan. That's right. And he did a lot of haikus. That's right. And it, it sort of made me um, think about all of the horrible poetry that I wrote as a child. Including haikus. <laughs> Spent a lot of time on that. Yeah, so anyway, that's why we're coming to you from the chairs. Does that make sense? <laughs> 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 I'm so fucking funny. Look what I did. I stopped the podcast. Yeah, that um, makes sense. We're sitting in chairs and we're talking. Yeah, I got it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. I, I think everybody at home. Oh, cheers. Click oh, cheers. Yeah, look, what is this? Uh this dark liquid that we're uh, working with here. I think it's called Bear Necessities. Bear Necessities? <laughs> B-E-A-R? Yeah. Okay. But it's Is also that because the bears need it? B-A-R-E of oh, Necessities because yeah. of shelter in place, you see. It's a survival f- elixir. You know. Bear Necessities survival elixir. It's like, you know, in Zelda, mm-hmm. you know how your heart gets all like depleted, right? Yeah. You have like... 12 hearts My for heart. some reason. Ah. And we only have one. And right. and so in real life, 
And then, you know, if it gets down to just like one third of your heart being alive, you have to drink an elixir. That's right. <laughs> Bare necessities. That's, that's this. Yeah, mm-hmm. so this is some of the dark necessities. Uh, spritzer. Spritzer. <laughs> <laughs> so cheers. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, so what's up? What the fuck are we doing today? What we're, are we talking about? We're we're like adding to this playlist, okay? Okay. Like w- everybody needs something to do. Right. During I mean everybody needs something to do anyway. Okay. But during this time, I really need something to do. Yeah, you need something to keep yourself entertained and occupied. I really don't think that's the problem because there's just so much to keep yourself entertained and oh, occupied okay. with. What's the problem? It's just nice to have I think the problem is like actually Oh, I got burps. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the problem. <laughs> you have burps, and that's what is hindering your sheltering in place? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the problem is more like actually directing your attention and your effort into like something that's actually productive. Oh. You know, like at least when you're not. Yeah, you know, maybe you're taking a little time off. Maybe you're playing a lot of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Maybe you're not taking a lot of showers, or, you know, <laughs> with the the exact like desired frequency that would be like optimal by other people that have to like smell you and stuff, you know, and who might want to like, you know, kiss or hug you. Yeah, like I gotta say, you could do with more regular. Um, intervals of teeth brushing and showering. Yeah. Are you really going to put me on blast right now? (laughs) Hell yeah, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, there's a little digression for you. Uh, But keeping this thing on rails, man, like, yeah, dude, we're adding to the COVID-19 mixtape playlist, right? Which I feel like is pretty solid so far. I feel like it's pretty solid. We had a really fun time just like talking about it and thinking about ideas. Thinking about ideas. We just thought about ideas. We didn't actually come up with any, but we yeah. thought about having an idea. We did. We wrote things down. We put. We wrote it in a notebook, you know. Yeah, it was kind of like. Digital um, notebook it's of sorts. Like, you know, like in uh, Dick Tracy, you know, where uh, Al Pacino, you know, he, he like, he's having a thought. Now I'm having a thought. Yeah. And then, nope. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a weird part of that movie. Right. Like they spend like 30 seconds or more each time. And he's like, I'm having a thought. Oh, does he do it multiple I'm times? I'm having a thought. Holy shit. It's like really? he's going to sneeze. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, nothing happens, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like this show. Kind of like how nothing happens. We'll leave that up to the viewers to decide. Okay. You know, yeah. art is in the eye of the beholder. That's what I heard. Okay, good. You heard with purred. <laughs> I want to make sure you heard it. Okay. Yeah, you know what I mean? Totally. So what are we going to put on this playlist? Oh, yeah. So the COVID-19 mixtape, right, that we're working on, that we're slowly building up to. We've had four episodes so far of the COVID-19 mixtape theme. Right? Yeah. Themes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we just thought it'd be fun to just keep going, man. So we're just going to keep going. And uh, this is, so this is week five 
this of the weird. COVID-19 okay. mixtape themed episodes. Okay. This is episode five within the greater number of episodes, which is 46. I think I got it. 19 plus five There's equals like 46. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like 46 over <laughs> episodes overall. And then, like, so there there have been a few themes throughout. There's been, like, some potpourri episodes. There's been uh, us talking about, like, our story. Right. Right? So that was, like, the first ten or something, nine or ten yeah. or something like that. And then uh, now we're in this crazy, you know, uh, quarantine situation with the pandemic and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, now we're doing episodes each week that's... Each week of the pandemic. Of though. the pandemic. Though, how does that work out if we, you know, say happen to d- like decide to record two episodes in one week? Are we liars? <laughs> <laughs> well, sure, because then we're not live. So when you don't do something live, you're always a liar. <laughs> it's all smoke and mirrors, man. Was Henry Rollins talking about me with that liar song? I hope not. Damn, that'd be pretty harsh. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I don't think he even knows me. So, in fact, I'm pretty sure he doesn't. One thing that I've learned in working in like photography and video is that it's all lies, all all lies, unless it's 100 percent live and unedited. Okay. And even then, it can be a lie because you know you watch the news and it's supposed to be live. That's a fucking lie. <laughs> Depending on whatever you're watching, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's a, what a world. It's showbiz, baby. Yeah, I mean, bright lights, big city. Bright lights, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's uh, there's some bright lights. Yeah, man, are you feeling the pressure? No way, man. I'm like mumbles ch- and I'm chill. Dick Tracy. You gonna put me under the hot lights? <laughs> you gonna sweat it out of me? Cause I sweat a lot better in the dark. <laughs> Can you tell I watched that movie a couple times? Maybe. It seems like it rolls right off the tongue. Mm. So, yeah, you might notice. uh, I mean, we're trying to bring the calm. We're trying to bring the fireside chat vibe, you know, presidential, you know. Do you feel presidential right now? No. Do you feel presidential in a Trump kind of way? No. Like. No, I oh, feel like I'm good. maybe bullshitting slightly less. Really? Yeah. Like in general or oh, on, this, on this episode? you think I'm bullshitting as much as Trump right now? <laughs> oh, less than Trump. Yeah. I thought you meant less than normal. Oh, yeah. Okay, I gotcha. Well, anyway, what was that? What were we talking about there? What song are we adding to the playlist this week? Not to get off track or anything again. But yeah, so anyway, I was what, where I was going with that is that we're reaching a state of desperation for some people. We want to bring the calm. You know, I think this thing, like, there's, there's going to be ups and downs or whatever. It's going to be better sometimes, worse other times. I mean, we've been super lucky still. Like, nobody we know has been directly, like, affected sickness-wise by it as far as we know nobody's died right you know that is like a close friend or relative or or anybody so that's really lucky and i know there are people going through bad stuff out there for sure you've been lucky but i think like yeah right now 
this week's theme is Desperation Number 5, which is a uh, song by Scott Weiland off of his... Um, his uh, 1998 uh 12 bar blues solo album yeah and uh and he's no longer with us so he he did have a lot of real life desperation that had nothing to do with us obviously yeah um is that like a chanel number five thing or whatever so yeah yeah so he's pulling in the glam oh oh it's a glam type of thing yeah because like perfume is sort of like a desperation move a little bit too right (laughs) Sort of like <laughs> only you would think that. <laughs> like if you were in perfume, man, you were desperate. I don't think so necessarily, but I mean, I think for some people it, it might be like it's like, oh, I gotta put on this. Yeah, yeah. There's a certain amount of insecurity I think that goes along with, um, you know, really trying to make sure that you don't stink. <clears throat> so you must be really confident these days. Look at me. Look at me. I took the Tony Hinchcliffe Masterclass. Super burn. And now all I can do is burn you. All your dreams have come true. Wow. Sorry. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna apologize ahead of time because I think I'm gonna do it again. What celebrity do I look like? Oh my gosh. See, these are the trick questions that I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what's funny, actually? So No, I'm trying to like write a roast joke for you. Oh, I of know me. But you know what? Um, the we shouldn't do that because no, don't do that. I was gonna, you know, probably make fun of like some minority group or something, and then I get canceled. Don't and do I have, that. I'm not even. I have zero fame. Don't do that. How did I get canceled? Don't do that. We're in this. We're in this. You know, cancel culture, man. I mean, can you cancel something no one's watching? <laughs> <laughs> we could cancel it. That's true. So okay, the, here's the irony. If you asked me what celebrity do you look like, I would have said Scott Weiland because oh. because when we first met, you totally had the Scott Weiland thing going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like right. shaved head, goatee, right? Yeah, you're sort of the same color <laughs> as right. Scott Weiland, right? I think I have probably a sideburns and a goatee you or did. something like that. You did. You totally had that '90s. Got one thing going on. Oh man. And I found that extremely attractive. <laughs> <laughs> and so, did you see my little eyes? <laughs> did I see him back then or just now? Uh, well, you definitely didn't see him back then because if you did, you're like, I don't know what that is. I don't know. I don't know what eyes do. That doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. Like in like in um Westworld? Yeah. She's like that doesn't mean anything to me or whatever I she know. says. That doesn't look like anything that to me. That doesn't look like anything to me. <laughs> Her robot default. Yeah. That reminds me. We got to catch up on Westworld. Oh. I or I do so. anyway. Anyway. You're not interested in that bullshit. I can't handle it right now. So, because uh, the machines, obviously, they're going to take over now. I mean. Well, of course. I mean. I mean, like why when? else would this be happening? <laughs> I mean, there was zero time for it's machines. It's either the machines or the giant over. bugs. Take the, your pick. There's giant bugs too? Yeah. Giant Where? bug machines. Oh, giant bug machines. Is that what I saw on the lamppost when I went for my walk today? Yeah. You saw two uh, like mosquito eater, giant mosquito eaters mating? Yeah. The biggest on ones the I've ever post. seen. We're talking two, three inches long each? Oh, more than that. Really? We're talking okay, like it was five, hard to see the scale. Five inches long each. Wow. The biggest ones I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. They must be eating good. Must be. You know, yeah. 
Side note, they don't eat. They're only food for other things. Oh, they don't eat mosquitoes? Nope. What do they eat? Nothing. How long do they live? <laughs> Until something eats it. So if nothing <laughs> ate it, it would live indefinitely? I think that's what happened to these ones. Nothing ate it, and they just kept growing. Two of them, though. Yeah. That's amazing. Do you think they're like, do they um, do they like mate for life? <laughs> Are they like monogamous? <laughs> <laughs> they pair? They pair bond? That would be really, really strange since they don't even have a brain. I mean, that would be amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, all, uh, just instinct or whatever. They're just like, they buzz around, <laughs> connected butt to butt. They're One of them gets really good at like flying backwards, but they have to trade off. <laughs> I mean, why? Hey, at is least there... we can make ourselves laugh. <laughs> why is there a bug that only exists? To be eaten by something else. I mean, that's so weird. It has no purpose other than to be food for other animals. I mean, that's a good purpose, like, but yeah. But it doesn't eat anything. Why is it called a mosquito anything. eater? That's that's fucked. That's the most fucked up. Thing. It looks like a mosquito. Okay. You know. But it's like, oh, it's a big mosquito, so it must eat mosquitoes. I think so. I think it's like an old wives' tale, you know. What are what are they really called? Maybe um, we'll have to look it up on. Like Duck Duck Go or something. Oh yeah. This episode sponsored by Duck Duck Go. <laughs> Maybe in your world. <laughs> right. They don't do any advertising. That's their whole thing or whatever. Oh. Well, they don't like you know do like Google. You mean they don't advertise on Google because they're the anti-Google. Oh, I don't know if they advertise on Google. Wouldn't that be sort of sick? That'd be the irony of it all, wouldn't it? I don't know. I um, do miss those, you know, those Google search results, though. Oh, I miss it. Okay, back to the music, please. <laughs> so when uh, this song came out, Desperation Number no. Five, um, like I, I kind of remember being in a little bit of a desperate situation then. Oh, really? A little bit. What was it? What was the desperation? Like right before I moved out of my parents' house, desperate to get away, desperate to get away from the from the rents. Well, I'd do my own thing and you know get my life started and whatnot. Yeah, have some kids. Yeah, or probably not not yet, but like uh, no, you're not probably at that more moment. thinking like go to college, go to college, get that yeah. Infinity Q forty five. Yeah, get get you married, get that get that money uh-huh. rolling in uh-huh. that big time lawyer paper. Oh, yeah. Art lawyer. That's me. An art lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) Majoring in art, hoping Mm. for law. There's something wrong with that. Yeah. Um, But I love this album. Oh, yeah. No, this, uh, yeah, this album, like, really surprised me. First of all, I had no idea Scott Weiland was going to come out with a, a solo album. Right. So that surprised me. Yeah. And I think, like, maybe, like, the, the video came out first or something like that and so then i was like oh that's cool like it sounded way different than most of the other stuff that i was listening to then or had listened to previously or whatever and so yeah it definitely hooked me right away and uh i think like stunt of a pilots which scott who scott wyland was the singer for 
like was on hiatus or something because he'd like gotten arrested and got well, you he know, was a terrible band member been in and out of rehab yeah. and they'd had to like cancel tours or whatever and then so like this is the album he was recording uh probably just right after rehab or maybe during who knows but like rehab albums i think are pretty good they're usually pretty solid like want one by rufus yeah wainwright which is another one we were talking about last yeah. night very um, solid and this one yeah it's like well you know they say great pain makes great art so yeah i think there's something to that unfortunately Definitely. But this is this was like one that I think I just about wore out, you know, this album. But when this video came out, I didn't really know enough about like David Bowie to know that he was just ripping off David Bowie like pretty hardcore. Huh. Because he even like talked about that, I think, and admitted I think it. I'm right? sure he did. And before that, he was all about Mick Jagger and stuff. Right. Like uh, Big Bang Baby was yeah. basically like Jumpin' Jack Flash. Yeah, and I didn't, I don't know, I just didn't get that, and I I'd never listened to David Bowie, like, yeah. ever. You didn't really have that, so. like, historical knowledge of, of that stuff, right? Right, so to me, it was just like, oh, this is cool, mm-hmm. this is glam, but I think my glam, <laughs> like, experience went back to, like, train spotting. Oh. I just didn't have any kind of musical, like, reference How was that, that glam? Train spotting was total, totally dirty and gritty. Oh, you know the blonde guy? Yeah. Well, he was pretty glam. Was like, he? He dressed in suits, you know. He, sick boy? Sick boy. He, yeah. He wore makeup. Like, his hair was platinum blonde. Okay. Like, he was the slick, sort of glamorous one of the bunch. Okay. And I think that's what I equated to, like, English, like, glam rock. It was sort of like, oh, I understand that. Right. You know, but I'm, I'm not, like... Realizing that everything that is English grant glam rock is David Bowie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and then like, uh, I guess that makes me think of like, um, uh, what was that? Uh, Velvet Goldmine or something. Yeah. That had Ewan McGregor in it too. And that was actually glam. Yeah. And that was later. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but earlier. But I like, I really do like glam rock. Like that's sort of my ultimate like mishmash of like um, sparkle and grit and, you know, the slickness of something that's glamorous combined with like the hardness of something that's rock. And so even though I wouldn't consider myself like a huge glam rock genre fan, it but the aesthetic is like very cool. So I got really wrapped up in that in this album. Mm. It's like a new iteration of it or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you really like those contrasts. I do. Or whatever. You're all about that. I am. The hard and the soft and the <laughs> dirty and the clean and the That's gritty right. and the, and the right. glittery. The tension. The two Don't different waiting know. rooms. <laughs> That's that's it, man. I like it. Yeah. I like that tension. Yeah, man. But I hate tension in real life. I only like it in concept. You even hate it sometimes in music. Like we were talking about <laughs> another album last night. Yeah. And you were like, this al- whole album just sets me on edge or whatever. And like, I just can't enjoy it. And it was like, <laughs> I'm not even going to say what album it was, but it was like, <laughs> so not that to me. Right. But I also could sort of like get it from that perspective. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. But yeah, that weirded me out. You're weird, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I think that week five of this whole situation is where desperation sets in. And um, we talked a little bit about desperation for ourselves. What is that? I mean, mm-hmm. I think I think we've gone through all all sorts of versions of what that is. Right. Right. But I realized that I had a little story about desperation I maybe haven't shared with you. Oh, but really? But maybe I have. But I thought maybe I'd tell it just for funsies. Yeah, do it. Okay. So when I was in high school and I was like um, in my sophomore year and I knew I was going to get out of high school early, right? And I was done with all that. And, you know, I kind of, I've, I got to a point where I kind of felt like I didn't have much to lose. You know, grades didn't mean much and consequences didn't really mean too much because... I was like, this is over for me. Like, I, I've done this, you know? Yeah. That's not a very good place to be in where you feel like the rules don't apply to you, you know, and all that kind of thing. So uh, there was a van that um, belonged to the school, and I have no idea what they used it for. They probably used it for, like, disabled people or something really just terrible where, like, if I had gone through this plan, I would have felt extra bad. But um, there was this big van, and they left the keys in it, like, multiple times. Whoever was, Uh like, parking this van was leaving the keys in it. Yeah. Well, the keys were not just the keys to the van. They were the keys to the whole school. Whoa. Yeah. They were all the keys, the skeleton key, the key to everything. And I was just like, the windows are down, the thing's unlocked. Like, I was just, like, standing there, like, looking at those keys, like... (laughs) So I You're like one of those people on McMillions, like trying to do the math. I'm doing like, the math. This doesn't sound right, <laughs> but like so I could get like forty five thousand dollars a year for <laughs> twenty years for doing nothing. Hmm. Yeah, I was scheming. Like, so I'm I'm imagining so I don't have a driver's license. Oh. You're what? Fifteen. Fifteen? No permit. And I'm like imagining myself driving this van out of the school. And just, like, leaving. Like, I'm just going to leave. I'm going to leave. Not to school. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave, leave. Did you, Did you? when you're doing this, did you see yourself, like, with a partner? No. No, it was just on your own. It was not Thelma and Louise. It not was at like, all. Uh, just me getting the hell out of there. Yeah. yeah. But it was, like, leave life. I mean, this was, so it was desperation. Like, it was not just, like, I'm going to leave school and go, to the lake or something I'm like gonna leave town Like I'm just gonna leave Like I'm gonna get on the hobo bus And I'm just gonna leave here And never come back Like that's where I was at mentally. But you were actually Just gonna take your own bus You're just like I'll just take this bus It wasn't a bus I was just a van Oh okay Well a van You could sleep in that and stuff So then I was like Well maybe, maybe Here's another idea I was like Okay that's kind of a crazy plan So how about I'll just take these keys And I'll sell them and I'll just sell them off to the people that want keys to the school for whatever purpose. Okay. And then I'll just take the van for a little spin around the block just so I can say it to, uh-huh. you know, bring it back and park it. Wow. So those are my two options I was like mulling over in my time of desperation. And so I shared my plan with some friends of mine. Yeah. And they were like, what? Because <laughs> I mean, I was like a straight A student. <laughs> Like, never got what? in trouble, never got expelled, You're blah, blah, blah. You're a complete criminal? And they were like, if you do that, you'll never have a driver's license. You'll go to jail. Like, what are you talking about? And I was like, oh, you guys are so dumb. Like, What a buzzkill, man. Yeah. I'm just trying to 
like, just trying to have fun here, you, do you my know. Own thing, man. Make some cash on the side <laughs> and take this van for a joyride. So they got pretty upset about it, and I was like, "All right, okay, fine. I won't become. Okay. I won't turn to a life of crime." However, so I didn't. I did nothing. I left the keys in the van. Did nothing. Walked yeah. away. Thanks, friends. <laughs> um, but if I had stayed in high school, like if it had not panned out for me to leave that year, mm-hmm. I would have done stuff like that. Like that's what I mean by if I had not left high school, I would have gone to jail. And and that's sort of what I mean. Like you get into a very strange place when you're desperate. Yeah. And that's not me. Like that is not like mean now than, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, luckily, and I mean, everybody's situation is different, but in this time I haven't had any like real feelings of desperation because things have stayed relatively the same for me, except for like whatever. Yeah. Not going to the store as often. Yeah. Not seeing friends and family. Yeah. Not going on a date. Not going to the movies. Like all those things. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, no, but it's true. Like as far as being desperate, no, we're lucky because we're not in that. But there's definitely, I feel like desperation is happening. Like week five of something like this is when you start to kind of freak out. No, definitely. Well, and as like you hear about, you know, more people dying and stuff. Uh whatever every few days right and that's just like you know well-known people or whatever right for the most part yeah you like see a headline oh so and so from mash or something i don't even know no they're probably all dead anyway (laughs) (laughs) who cares they were in the korean war man of course they're dead you mean in hollywood the korean the korean war that happened in hollywood (laughs) yeah veterans That is the weirdest opening sequence, man. I know. I I don't I don't really I don't know what to say about it. What uh MASH is on uh is that on Hulu? I is think that so. where we were watching that? Yeah. We watched a few episodes and I watched it some as a kid or whatever. I don't know if we talked about this already, but like this song is so weird and like forlorn and sad. And then it's like this, you know. The, uh, whatever the shots of the helicopter coming in and it's like, oh, this is Korea? This <laughs> looks like Malibu or one of like the, you know, the the mountains out there. Yeah. It's just like scrub brush and like... Yeah. I know. It's yeah. very strange. I think it... I think that kind of sums it up though. Like that song is weird in a way that I think is like of that time. Yeah. It was probably very strange. I don't know what the actual song is called but somebody said it... it like it's something about suicide seriously in the, in the uh, title or whatever like really? the actual song oh really wow yeah that's pretty heavy caring, caring is suicide or something like that oh my god <laughs> i don't know i'm gonna have to duck duck go that. that's awful i hope that's not true <clears throat> duck duck go just doesn't roll i mean i love them because they're paying our bills this week but um <laughs> no comment. But it just doesn't roll off the tongue like a Google. <clears throat> Google. How about gaggle? Gaggle? Like a gaggle of geese? Yeah. I like to gaggle things. Yeah. Do you think Google home. would be cool with that if you came out with a search engine company called Gaggle? I don't care. <laughs> I'm not a part of your system. <laughs> I steal buses from developmentally disabled people I don't at do schools. That. See, I didn't do it, yeah. man. No, you're good, but that's a good uh, illustration of what desperation can do to you. So hopefully, 
most of the people out there, all of the millions of people that are watching this are getting too desperate. And if you are, just like chill. Talk to your friends about it. That's my advice. Yeah. Talk to your friends. So hopefully your hopefully friends they'll give you good advice. aren't criminals. Well, yeah. Because it might be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Let's get that. <laughs> let's get those keys, man. We can get into everywhere. Uh, such a bad idea. Oof. Yeah, Oof. that was a narrow escape. It's too easy. Almost. Babe almost turned to a life of crime. Yeah, I kind of forgot about that story. You had told me oh, about okay. that. I um, think um, we would have never met had that gone on. Yeah, because you would have been in prison camp or whatever. I've been in juvie, carrying on the tradition. <laughs> so, uh, family traditions. You've been listening. Very anything? important. Yeah, you've been listening to anything good lately? Any anything you want to recommend to the folks? Uh, I've been listening to many, many hours of uh, the songs that are on. Uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild as I play Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. That's probably been the that's, most listened to. That's it? Thing. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm sort of joking. Because <laughs> that's, that. I mean, I've that's also sad. been listening to it. Yeah. You know, sort of haphazardly and whatnot. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's not the worst. I mean, it's, no. it's less, ref- it's less uh, irritating than Mario Brothers. Sure. They only put some thought into it, you know. No, they did. Yeah, and it's it's fun to be able to go explore the worlds of Hyrule or whatever, you know. Yeah. Since we can't go out and explore here, we're not supposed to as That's much. That's true. Oh, you know what I, th- I think they should call that world? What? Haichu. Haichu. Ooh, <laughs> Haichu. Mango. <laughs> bear candy. Bear candy. Yeah. No bear can oh, resist man. it. My mouth is watering a little bit. <laughs> Think if they made sour haiju. Oh. <laughs> it's over, man, at that point. Maybe we can get a haiju sponsorship. Ooh. Uh-oh. That might not be good. Someday. What if they sent us boxes of haiju? What would happen to you? You'd get the diabetes. I would leave. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm out. Yeah. I got my truck lo- load of uh, haiju, and I'm I'm headed for the border. That sounds like desperation to me. Yeah, <laughs> that's desperation number diabetes. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, we still are trying to watch Tiger King, right? I mean, we've gotten further in it. Yeah, we've. You know, we're gonna I'm, we're gonna finish watching it. I don't think there's too much left. Okay, I've um, missed some here and there. Yeah, but. Uh, there's a funny thing. Oh, yeah. One of the things I listened to uh, was Jeff Ross has a podcast called Thick Skin, which is Jeff Ross is the roast master general, the guy that does all the Comedy Central roasts and stuff like that. He's and, good. Uh, oh, yeah. Bumping Mics. You know, David Tell yeah. and Jeff Ross is great. And I really wanted to go see that tour. And boy, I'm sure glad I didn't buy tickets now. I know. We, we talked about a lot of concerts and comedy stuff actually that we were thinking about doing and we didn't do it and we held off i guess we were like you know putting money aside for other things but yeah that turned out to be a good move i guess so yeah or B- whatever bummer that's canceled but yeah anyway so he had he had a pretty funny thing uh this last week the episode i listened to uh jeremiah watkins like called in 
to his show as the Tiger King, uh, Joe Exotic from uh, Texas State Prison or whatever. And I mean, we watched it on. We watched Jeremiah do uh, Joe Exotic on Kill Tony, one of the quarantine episodes. It was fucking hilarious. Too. Yeah, he's really good. That's pretty uh, spot on. Oh man, super spot on. And so I think they like FaceTimed or whatever, and he was like supposedly you know at the jail or whatever. So it was visual too. It wasn't just the voice. And like people legitimately thought that uh, Jeff Ross actually got <laughs> Joe Exotic to call into the show or whatever. That's a good trick. Yeah. Oh, but it was April Fool's, right? It was on April yeah, Fool's. Yeah. yeah. So, That's a great prank. Yeah, that was a fun. That was a fun one, definitely. Um. Yeah. So that I mean, I've been listening to podcasts and stuff. Like we we have to catch up on Kill Tony quarantine episodes. I but can't wait. I'm gonna be taking my Kill Tony roasting masterclass. Mm. You know, since you've taken it already. <laughs> I keep telling you, like, if I go down that road, dude, it's yeah. not good. I can't roast. Because <laughs> if I roast, then I won't stop. It's horrible. I mean, that's perfect. For a roaster, we've talked about that. <laughs> not if you're not making a career out of it. Like well, maybe that should be your career. What be if you're ro- roasting your your co-workers Perfect. or your family that's your job when you're you know? the roast mistress uh dude no way man. you could be a roast master i i have been i'm telling you i've already done this that's the part of why people don't like me <laughs> <laughs> i mean if you're if you're tony hinchcliffe well you know you can get away with it yeah i guess if you're one of the top rising young comedians um and you're in the Writers Guild, then you can probably get away with it. Well, you know, I devoted my life to other things. What can I say? But there is a legitimate, I mean, I, you know, I don't think he's a complete asshole all the time or whatever. I Oh, I guess your no. point is that you can't really turn it off. So, like, if you play a heel, you know, like the wrestling heel, yeah, um, then that behavior just like continues. It's like an addiction. Forever. Yeah, it's like Tourette's. Yeah, it's not something that you can turn off. No. You're like Daniel Day-Lewis or whatever. He has to like stay in character for like the whole the whole shoot or whatever if he's doing a movie, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, I think you got a little taste of the tail end of it like when we got together and when we were in the band. And that was just like my personality. Uh, worked many years to reform that. So it would be really hard to go back because it would kind of be like um, someone that was like sober for many years going back to drinking. (laughs) (laughs) So. Well, let's keep you on the straight and narrow, I guess. Let's keep you sweet as pie. Thanks. Yeah, I know. Just real agreeable. Yeah. (laughs) That's me. (laughs) Don't you know? Agreeable babe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? What have you been doing like to pass the time besides moving your thumbs around? <laughs> yeah, I am doing doing some body moving, body moving uh type of stuff. Listening yeah. to the Beastie Boys. Yeah, yeah. Going from side to side. Yeah. Uh <laughs> passing the mic to Ad Rock or whatever. No, I've been uh we've been doing some hikes and rides, uh Charlie, like I happen to take this week off, uh, and so we've got we have like some sort of outdoor fun activity planned each day that we've been doing, which is good. 
That's been good. And I did go on a hike with you. Getting some hikes and rides in. I found out that my cardio is endurance is very low. Right. Which I is to be expected. We need to get you on that Nordic track. <laughs> get you out there. <laughs> yes, we have a new a new vintage Nordic track. Yeah. I we talked about that last but you got more stuff. I mean, it's starting to look like a full-on, you know, fitness facility. Yeah, that's been that's been pretty cool. Like uh, the the gym I train at, Align, um, is uh, they are a perfect example of uh, like a gym or some other place that you pay a membership to that is like still providing value, even though we can't go there and do like the classes, like. It's been awesome. So, like, yeah, uh, my trainer brought me, loaned me a bunch of equipment, basically. So, like, a rower, like a concept to, you know, like, full-on rowing erg erg machine, um, which is, like, hundreds and hundreds of dollars, you know, like a $1,000 piece of equipment or whatever. So I've got that here. Some weights, some bands, like, basically, you know, like, block and belt type stuff. Like, it's just all... I got it. You're going to get so jacked? Dude, I'm going to get so <laughs> cut and jacked, man. I mean, yeah. yeah. As you can tell. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's a little bit like prison where you do want to make sure you're getting in the yard and getting in your reps because, yeah, you know, you want to be prepared, but, you know, you also want to pass the time. For sure. And uh, I can use a few reps myself. You need some reps, man. Yeah. I feel like my ass and my stomach are just getting whiter by the second. No. <laughs> they are not. I have so much junk in my trunk, can't get it shut. <laughs> anyway. Um. <laughs> That's not a good image. Yeah, it's gross. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Um, that's why, that's why we're shooting those from the neck up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like right below where the camera is like, you know, whatever cropped. Like, it's like job of the hut. From yeah. The basically. Neck down. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Solo. <laughs> yeah. That's us. Okay. Yep. Just laying here playing Zelda. No, I don't know. I think we're, I think we're doing fine. But yeah, we got so anyway, like a line, good on you, thank you. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that's been awesome. Yeah. Um so and one other thing that we forgot to talk about in relation to the song that we put on this mixtape, you know? Yeah, Desperation Number no. Five by Scott Wyland from Twelve Bar and Blue <laughs> came out in nineteen ninety eight. Thank you. That one? Yeah. Is uh remember how we took that little field trip where we had to do some white trash research? <laughs> so wait, it was a field trip? Yeah. Where did we go? To Hayfork. Do you remember that we went all the way to Hayfork? Holy shit, did we drive your Omni? Okay. And I was I was This is ringing more of a bell. I remember your, your Omni had like horrible brakes. Yeah. And like the road to Hayfork is like super windy and twisty <laughs> and up and downhill and stuff. Yeah. And, like, that was scary as hell in that car. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. it's scary in a normal car. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but it was in like, a tin can with very tenuous brakes. It's like not good. So it was the middle of summer and I was like very like wrapped up in this album and this 12 bar blues album. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I was like, I'm going to make this art that's inspired by this song, which is called spam or whatever. And, um, it's all about being white trash. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I get that. Right. So we the wine goes processed pig is white trash meat. Some people call it spam. Right. So I made this whole spam thing. Artwork. Yeah. It had like a wife beater on it and some old Christmas lights. And yeah. Yeah, it was really special. And I made it in my garage in the middle of like, I mean, it was so hot, like 120 degrees. Yeah. So I was about halfway through that and I was like, you know, I just got to get some more like inspiration for this art that I'm making. So let's drive to Hayfork and really soak up, you know, the white trash culture so wow. I can finish this piece. And di- so did it work? Yeah. Did uh, yeah. Did you just did you write spam on it or did it have like a spam I did. can? It had the spam logo on it. The spam logo, but like uh, you're rendering on that. Uh-huh. Okay. So this, I spent weeks on this stupid thing, and I was really excited about it when I got it done. You know. Yeah. And but I made the mistake of leaving it at my parents' house because it was too big to do anything with. Yeah. And my dad, um, he used it to build like a table out of it. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to ask you what happened to the spam artwork. Well, he like just ripped out all the stuff off the plywood and reused the plywood. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because you probably stole the plywood from him in the first place. I didn't, yeah. Right? I sure did. Wow. (laughs) So even like the, the surface that the media was all affixed to. Yeah. Was... Sort of like a white, tra- you know, like it was white trash from the ground up. Oh, yeah. 100%. Was it like a used piece of yes. plywood that was like laying around at your folks' house? I only use things I could find on the property to make the art. That was like my challenge. I did not get that at the time. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is she doing? <laughs> and I don't know. So you thought of going to Hayfork. Yeah. You're like, you didn't, you didn't ask me. You weren't like, oh. Where would we find some white trash shit? Well, I don't know. Maybe we talked about it. Maybe you were like, hey, Fork's the place to go. I mean, I don't know. But we were like, let's go. And we just like drove around. We never got out of the car. We were like on a tour. We're like, oh, look at all these white trash things. <laughs> I have a vague recollection of like stopping at the store there or something. Maybe. Like the hay Fork General Store. And then like... <laughs> you know, kind of like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? Like there's one... It's like... High Plains Drifter or something, you know, it's like, it's kind of like, you don't want to spend a whole lot of time there if you're not from there, I feel like, you know? Yeah. But not a desert, like, no. hey. No. Like, yeah. Yeah. Not sand. No. Hey. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was, um, that was spam. That was inspired. I forgot about that, uh, being inspired by. Uh, that album. Yeah. Yeah. I was super into that. Yeah. There was um a long obsession, like a year. And I think that's something that I miss, you know, like getting obsessed with an album for a year. Having the time to, yeah. to really devote to it. Yep. Or just to keep thinking about it. I feel like, yeah, 
Like I would definitely did that. And it seemed like there were some albums that I was obsessed with for multiple years. Yeah. Yeah. Or whatever. And that just doesn't happen now. It's like, There's I too think much. now also, maybe it's different in that it's just easier to listen to things over and over and over. If you are obsessed with something a little bit because of earbuds and, phones in your pocket and stuff like so it's a little less novel you don't have to like set aside time to do it you have to work for it yeah you don't have to Mm -hmm. like oh i'm gonna take this car trip and i'm gonna listen to this album three thirteen thousand times in a (laughs) row as i drive this van that i stole from school down to mexico what are you talking about (laughs) 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 yeah Yeah. well i mean I, i do in a way i miss it I miss having that time to sort of like just wear something out, just wear it out, just run it into the ground and just be like, I can't even listen to it anymore because I just like took it to the limit. But at the same time, I don't know if that's a good place to be. You know, that's like a tricky little thing. It's like you you get in there in that rabbit hole and it is fun for a while. Yeah. It's really satisfying and you can just like, spin off on all of its iterations and and then you kind of hit a wall where you're like ugh, I'm so bored with that <laughs> and then you can't listen to it for like 10 to 15 yeah. maybe 20 years i mean there are some things that have come back around where i'm like oh okay i can listen to that again and enjoy it yeah so i don't know maybe it's good not to get quite that obsessed with it it's good for me probably because then i don't have time to be an, as much of an asshole yeah you know, you don't do like a spam, like a spam series <laughs> or whatever, like 20 spam um, pieces over the next 10 years or whatever. I think that's probably what I would be doing right now if we had not had children uh, is probably what I would be doing. And that would be ri- in a way very pointless. <laughs> well, I mean, the good news is that I would be paying the bills, you know, mm, yeah, with all my skills and my credentials and stuff and my oh. go get them attitude. 100. Yeah. So at least I've got that covered for us. So you mean if I want to just quit all my jobs and just start making spam art again? That's a, that's, I got the go ahead on that. I think we'll find a way. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Don't do that. (laughs) So, Hey, I got, I got news for you. What? We're in a new club. What is the club? We're in the AV club. The AV club, the audio and visual club right because we have audio and we have right there visual right there and we're combining them together yeah okay and we're like using technology like there's an a and then there's like a forward slash backslash and then a v and and that's all because you figured out how to put the audio and the video together I figured out how to make it work one time, so hopefully I can I, make it work a second time. I'm so happy about that. Can I just tell you? <laughs> you did that. Yeah. You did that. Well, cheers to that, babe. Cheers. Oh, look, you spilled your dark necessities. I spilled it right down my throat. Oh, my gosh. My bear necessities, my dark bear necessities. Black bear. Black bear. <laughs> spilled it. Well, I think I'm going to probably have another. Oh. All right. So um, anyway, it's been been nice to talk to you all. Hopefully uh, you're doing okay out there. Yeah, hang in there. Have a good week. And um, babe. Yes, babe. 
I think I'm going to have another drink. And I love you. Okay. Love you too.